Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Kaylee. And I'm David. Today, we are joined by Alex Jones and Albie Milner, owners of Fad to Fresh, the fan favorite vintage swag from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s that has joined us for our Andersonville vintage market. Fad to Fresh offers the most bodacious and extreme selection of vintage shirts and memorabilia on the north side of Chicago and suburbs. If you are looking for your favorite Chicago Bulls shirt or your Ecto Cooler tank top from 20 years ago, you will find it at Fad to Fresh. Welcome, Alex and Abby. How are you doing today? We're great. We're super pumped. We're super excited to be here and talk to you guys. We're ready, getting ready for our fest right now. So we were super like trying to get everything organized. We were like, can't wait to talk to you guys. We were so pumped and so ready. We can't wait to, to learn all about the fests that are coming up and uh, being part of our vintage market. Uh, but could you tell us a little bit how you started? Well, first, after say this too ab took me thrifting for the first time like i've been but ab knew like abby knew like where to go and like what to find and at first i was just into like polo stuff and ralph lauren stuff like old vintage stuff like that but then i started seeing t-shirts and jazz like stuff like i was seeing like from cartoon network and old 90s band and like print stuff and i was like wait at the thrift like we can find this stuff out and like collect it and all this stuff and and it just snowballed from there yeah it really started as like a appreciation and as a alex building her wardrobe and then her wardrobe became too big to to keep all for ourselves so we we started sharing that with other people yeah uh and yeah now i just have so much stuff i think we we decided about almost a thousand pieces yeah at least least a thousand pieces yeah and like and i was like getting everything together putting it in boxes like this is this is a mess (laughs) this is like this is a huge issue right now the vintage cheese will get you they get you and then i also love hats so like i get so many hats you know like i have a wayne's world hat like and i wear it all the time because i love wayne's world but like at first, it was just Chicago Bull stuff. I think we were finding a lot of Chicago Bull stuff. And of course, we're Chicago people. We're Chicago, you know, we love the Bulls back in the day. Hopefully, they get their life together now. But, but, come on, Lonzo, bring us, bring us home, okay? Anyway, but, you know, it, it started with that. And I think me and Abby both are just, like, obsessed with the, the 90s and, like, any, like, any decade. I think we we love records. We love buying stuff like, you know, memorabilia and and everything besides vintage cheese. You know what I mean? So our house is just full of little trinkets everywhere. And I don't know right now, you guys probably can't see, but we have all types of 90s records and stuff on our wall. We we just love the the greater things in life, not this decade. <laughs> yeah. I love that energy. <laughs> Um, while you were talking, though, you mentioned you were Chicago Bulls fans. So are you originally from Chicago or what might have brought you here? Or tell us Yeah, I'm from Chicago. And I'm, a, I'm from the suburbs, so I don't really count. But I lived within a 30-mile radius. You count. <laughs> as long as it's not like Springfield, Chicago. Illinois, <laughs> you totally count. Ten years ago? I yeah. moved to Chicago for college. So I've been here since then, and then the suburbs, you know, growing up. But Alex has been here her whole life. 
But Abby's dad, there's pictures with Abby's dad with like cool Bulls t-shirts and Bears t-shirts. I'm like, he knew. Like everybody, if you were in Illinois in, during the Chicago like 90s era, you were from Chicago. You were a Bulls fan. You, were, you know what I mean? So I think Jimbo knew. <laughs> I think he knew. What part of Chicago? Um, so I grew up in like Beverly area. Like I went to Abbey Park High School and you know, that's where I was. Like, I was suburbs too, so it's not like I'm in Chicago, but like yeah, but ninety fifth is like yeah, ninety. You're in Chicago, I guess. I, <laughs> so you can own the Chicago yeah. more than I can in in Joliet. So <laughs> absolutely, yes. yeah. So I'm from Chicago, <laughs> South Side of Chicago. That's awesome. Love to hear. I mean, I'm from South Dakota, so you still sound cooler than me. <laughs> That's pretty. <cool>. That's <laughs> so. How long have you each been collecting vintage? You kind of explained one side of it, but just how did you begin to think, okay, I need to turn this into a business other than just the absolute like <laughs> group of things that you had in your house? I'd say that it started with us for just the yeah, like appreciation of old things, but we started more with like home stuff. So like furniture, decor, music. And I think that kind of, once you're into that world, then it kind of like opens up so many more things. So that's when we both were like, wow, like the clothes that I grew up seeing my grandpa wear, like my grandpa has the coolest old Nautica stuff. Oh like he used gosh. to sail. He has like sailing Nautica jackets that are like crazy. Like every time Alex is at their house, he opens the closet and it's like, grandpa, like <laughs> look at this stuff. <laughs> So I feel like when I was, I was growing up, it was so normal. And then as we, I like got older and started paying attention to more things, um, I realized how cool some of it was. Um, and so I think it just like, I don't know, something like a light bulb happened. Like, wow, this yeah. stuff is cool. We can wear this. Yeah. And also people were like, your shirt is really, really cool. And I'd be like, yeah, man. They're like, is it really from like 96? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's so cool. You know? And I was like, this is, you know, like, I have a lot of these t-shirts, like. And people want to buy them. People, like, people would be like, I want to buy your shirt, like, right now. And I'd be like, well, you know what I mean? Like, this is a thing, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and we've been doing it now, what? It's been. We first, well, almost four years since we started thrifting together, because we started thrifting, like, right away. That's an easy first date thing, you know? Go to thrift store together. Look at stinky, dusty stuff, you know, really romantic. I love that. Um, Tell us more about the first date thrifting. I would say it was probably like our maybe second or third date. Our first date was a Cubs game. Yeah. But, um. Nice. <laughs> another great Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But then Abby took me to the record store too. And that's when I knew. Like, she's like, yeah, let's go to this record store. And I'm like, and then what? We and then she's like picking up all this cool stuff. I'm like, girl, what you know about this? Like, what? Like, what? It was too much, you know what I mean? I think that too, like like you said, with the music and like the other stuff, like I think that's kind of like our appreciation for that stuff just like grew to like all the yeah. other insane And when we, like going together, like it gives you something to do and also like it feels like a treasure hunt to us. We both really like like scavenger hunts, treasure Abby hunts. loves a treasure yeah, hunt. Yeah, I do. I plan them all the time for people who don't want them planned for <laughs> Abby likes um, But that's what thrifting feels like. And we both like love that thrill of the hunt. So. Oh, God. It's the best. It's the yeah. best. Honestly, yeah, it's fun when we both go too because we're both like, 
split up and we're like <laughs> just trying to and find. And then they come together like, what'd you find? What'd you get? And yeah. she's like, look at this. Show me yours first. Show me yours first. You know what I mean? It's so fun. I love the fact that there's a game plan. There's like a meetup. And then it's like Christmas <laughs> or any holiday. Like, no, when I first start going through through with Ab, she had a way that she walked into the good like Goodwill. She was like, I have no, a route. I have yeah. a route. She's like, I have to go this way first. And I'm like, what? What? We, it's very serious. We actually just had a um, we were just on vacation with my like immediate family, and I made a whole thrift game, and we did like a competition where we had like X amount of money to make an outfit. So this is serious. Our whole family's invested. We've now had the whole family. They're all in, in it now. Please post that online. Yes. Uh, I think my outfit is... Uh, Abby's outfit killed I the played day. my uh, my catwalk song was the Golden Girls theme song. That says yes. It. Yes. So I'll post that picture. It's great. Alex, it's, Alex made me do a whole shoot. So It was fantastic. <laughs> she put it on twice. I was like, I just can't believe how incredible this is. It's incredible. That's amazing. Uh, especially, I think, within the last decade, major uh, brand stores have been kind of like bringing back the retro in yeah, such a generic way. And you yeah. see all of these folks who are reminiscing about Kiss with their Target branded t-shirt, and you're just yeah. like, there's such a quality difference, and there's such a look to it that it's there's no comparison. And I think too, me and Abby were talking about like, I think some people are just like, those are just t-shirts, you know what I mean? And it's just like, after seeing like, and having all of the t-shirts and looking like, this is like a piece of artwork. Like it's really hard to find. Like, it's not like, yes, you can go to Target and get a Target brand t-shirt that says Kiss, you know, like Mickey you Mouse. said, Mickey Mouse or something like that. And it'll like, look, vintage like they've gone out and like looked at like all of the vintage resellers and like and looking like yeah but i think that's what's popular now let's bring it back and it's like it's not the exact same like it's it's it and you can tell like some of the new shirts back in the day in the 90s they only did single stitch t-shirts right where it's just a single stitch like one and like now you can they're like double stitched and like it's the quality is so much different i don't know I just love them. I know it's so weird to talk about like it's a t-shirt, but like me finding a Prince, like, t like I have a Prince t-shirt on right now, but like the first album I've ever listened to in my life was a Prince album. To find a Prince, like real Prince, like 1992 album, t like musicology album, I'm like what, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a whole, like you can hang it on the wall basically. Like it's a it, it it could get like that, but I know it's it's hard to explain. Like to bring that up too is like that we talk about it all the time. We talk about it literally all the time. Well, it sounds like there's such a a visceral connection with a fond memory of Prince, and then you see this article of clothing that is art, and to be able to identify the different uh, way it's stitched or the different feel of it because the different fabric at the time, and just what folks were wearing. And now it's probably a lot more breathable and comfortable, but like in the 90s, it was like boxy or the 80s, polyester. Yeah. <laughs> it a lot. I feel like what we do a lot of the time is minimize to it's just a t-shirt. I feel like we need to make our tagline, it's not just a t-shirt. <laughs> um, because yeah, all the time we're saying how like it's 
it's fashion, it's art, it's a piece of history. Like you can't just go down the street and get these things. Um, like Alex's mom went to so many cool shows and she'd be like, oh, I had that like Tina Turner sweatshirt or I had that Prince shirt. And we're like, well, where is it now? <laughs> like, that's so cool. And like, it brings up so many stories from people and like there's plenty of remakes and they exist, but it's, yeah not exactly the same <laughs> and also i've gone to now we like abby would not get up with me for you but i go to like estate sales all the time and like sometimes you'll get a good one where it's a person who was like a huge concert goer or like a huge bulls fan and you hear this story while they're like telling you like you know i got this you know me and my daughter went and we went to our first bulls and this is the night the bulls won and this is like, you know what I mean? It's a story behind every t-shirt too, you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, it's it's so cool to hear like the different stories and like the different, like looking up some stuff and we're like, I don't even know what that is. Like what what band is that? Or what what is that? And then like listening and like reminiscing on the fact that like, this used to be a huge thing. Um, and like, it's on a t-shirt now and I look it up and you can't find it anywhere. Like you can't go to the store and be like, go to Target where like, yeah, you can get a Kiss t-shirt, but like the like specific tour shirt from 1970, you know what I mean? There's no way. Like it, it's just hard to find that type of stuff. And it's just cool that we have some of that stuff in our record. That's awesome. And I mean, since you've collected all these things and you've gotten to meet people and heard stories um, and obviously, I mean, some of it you might keep, but some of it you might sell too. Um, what were folks' reactions to seeing some of those really cool throwback t-shirts at your first market or even every other market you've gone to? Has it been awesome? <laughs> people, people are so great too. Like people come in and be like, I had this when I was a kid. Like you just took me back. Like our favorite thing is when people walk in, we hear it all the time. We always say that we need to rebrand ourselves. But people all the time walk in and say like they felt like they step into a time machine to the 90s. And that's like the biggest compliment that anyone could give, ever give Alex is when they like when they walk in and like they see the table full of the memorabilia. But anytime, I just feel like anytime anything invokes like a memory, um, it's really special to hear like their relationship with something like something so random you would never think. Like we have a what's his name, Cheezosaurus Rex shirt that like you know people haven't thought about him in how many years and they see it and they're like wow like i'm 11 again like so it's really cool to see like anything that like evokes an emotion out of someone um especially if it's like a really old person that can like tell you about like an experience they had and like <laughs> no david you don't count <laughs> no, no i love jesusaurus no. rex <laughs> But like, you know what I mean? It's not even that, like, Jesus or Rex is not like old. Yeah, I mean like, you know, like 60s Beatles. Like, yeah, okay, know. yeah, that's a perfect <laughs> example. Like when I, I, I have a, yeah. I have a Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Man t-shirt, like, oh, it's frail. It's very, like, you. it's just been through, you can tell, like, it's just old, okay? Like, I can't, but Abby gets so mad because sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going out. And she's like, not in that t-shirt. Like, no, you cannot. Like, I always want to wear it. But like, I don't know how old that t-shirt is. It's like, I don't know. I don't, it's like, I can't, it's no date on it. It's like very frail and old. The tag was like 
it's so the tag is so faded that you can't even read what's on the tag. Yeah, but like, but yeah, anyone coming in and being able to like tell us about their interactions, like when that shirt came out and things like that. Or yeah, or the at uh, the last vintage market, not the one this time, but before when I had the new kids on the block T-shirt. Yes. Everybody came up and was like, "What?" <laughs> New kids on the block. I haven't thought about them. I'm like, see, I'm like, you should come in. I got like a hundred other things that you're gonna be like, what? This is crazy. I'm like, I think I try to put the cooler, like the most unique pieces out in the front, so people can just automatically go and be like, what's that? Like, I have a Barney shirt, like an adult size XXL Barney shirt. I wear the Barney shirt all the time. Like walking down the street, me, Barney shirt. People are like, a Barney shirt? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Do you know how iconic Barney is? Like, come on, people. That's fantastic with new kids on the block because they have like a cruise line now that all of my cousins will go religiously every single year. They've seen them maybe over a hundred times throughout their careers ever since the 80s. Diehard fans. They probably have collected so much t-shirts from those. Right. <laughs> I should put you two together. I was going to say, you guys stirring, you're like, give me their number. <laughs> she, she just said that out of the side of her mouth. Like, we got to talk to that. I literally just said that. Wow. I get that like that all the time. Sometimes, like, I just try to act, I get deeper into people, like, especially when I'm, like, like at a sale or I meet someone. I'm like, do you have more shirts? Like, yeah, you do? Cool. Like, what type of shirt? Like, explain the type that you have. And they're like, oh, you know, I used to love Queen, and I have an old Queen shirt. And I'm like, okay, so, like, can I, like, how much do you want the Queen shirt? You know? And so, like, it just goes another level. It's insane. So, do you ever have folks come up and be like, can you check out my closet? And we can work out a deal? I literally was just in someone's closet three weeks ago. A referral. A refer someone told no. someone else was like, um, this, this, this girl's like insane about t-shirts and like he's moving and then he's like, I want to get rid of all of these t-shirts. And like, I went to his house and like, we were just going through class and he was like showing me like his mother used to travel to like Hawaii and all of these crazy, like awesome places and get t-shirts. But this was in the eighties and the seventies and like, all of these t-shirts and he gave me some but it was some that he wanted to keep like it was some that he was like mm -hmm. i have to keep this because it brings back so many memories about when i was a kid you know and it was like just and we talked i was there for how long hours hours it was probably like four or five hours just talking to this guy going through his t-shirts and then he starts showing me everything in his house and all of the cool stuff so it's i meet all these cool people and buy all their clothes <laughs> and it's great it's fun I love that. I love how passionate about it you are. Like, it's so good. I love, it's, it's great hearing people talk about what they're, what they love and what they're passionate about. Honestly, yes. Oh. It's, it's insane. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's like, speaking of looking through people's closets or even looking through their houses, is there anything specific that you look out for when you're buying from a seller? A general, like, rule of thumb that I always, like, say is just, like, anything pop culture related um so like anything that was popular at some point if it's old it's going to be popular again um 
it's very umbrella, but like music, movies, sports, yeah, I, travel. I, I try this because I know some people are not. It's it's either you're like a sports person, or you're like a music person, or you like both. But I always go to someone's house and it's just sports stuff. I always go to somebody's house and it's I have records and music shirts. Like it's never like yeah. a clash of the two. Um, um, it's just really. I mean, I just go for like anything cool. I know that sounds really weird, <laughs> but like they're. Like we said, we love so much old stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be the 90s. Like, it doesn't have to be the 80s. Like, it just has, like, if it's something that, you know, it looks really, really cool <laughs> and it's, it's old. <laughs> it a general thing. Right. It's old. It's like, and you can tell in certain things. Like, when you go and see certain furniture, you're like, this is an, a and beautiful piece. A beautiful piece. Like, right. you know, like. Like, you don't want an old, plain, paint white t shirt because. It's just boring. Exactly. But if you have like an old t-shirt that has like one sleeve yellow, the middle is green, and the other side's red, like that's cool to look at. So exactly. Or if it has a big, huge picture of a pig on the front and on the back, it's the pig's butt. That's funny. That's <laughs> comic gold on a t-shirt from 1992. Our first vintage market um, in Andersonville. Um, this woman came up and saw it was we have a red we had a red tank top what's the exact one she's describing and no one ever expects it but he turned around and has a pig's butt she was so excited she was like I love pigs this is perfect and we were like we knew someone we knew that eventually someone who appreciated this weird pig butt shirt would come along and here she is so here like is. it's hard to put a thumb on what we look for but like anything pop culture is a good general rule of thumb but like if it sparks, if it sparks our like interest, it's probably going to spark someone else's. Generally, yeah. <laughs> what we the think, process. what we think is that's what we think it is. So, COVID question because it's all been affecting us, still ongoing for the past 12, 17 months. During COVID, before we had even the vintage market, you were doing something unique and really interesting with connecting with other folks and hosting stuff online within the community of Vintage. Can you tell us a little bit about that and the events uh, that you participated in? Yeah, so it's really, shout out um, to Shane with uh, Thrifted IL Vintage. He like is doing a, a lot for like the Chicago and the like the suburb and uh, like vintage market, like getting, and not even to Chicago, like he's, it's branched out to like people like in Wisconsin and like who were all like, you know, were hit hard by the pandemic and like hit hard with all of this stuff and like found an outside space like where we could all bring some of our stuff and meet each other and like do this stuff like COVID safe and then meeting other people also online and hosting online like Instagram lives where people would like show their their collection and people would buy online. Like literally like people watching on live for hours, showing their collection and then someone hosting and letting another person go and another person go. And you know, it's, I think that it's like, it's been so great to see like people like still trying to like have their business and still doing what they love and finding a way to meet other people and like be like, hey, we love this and you know, right now it's hard for everybody. Let's try to make a way for everybody to, you know, come together and, 
and do this and, and be able to make it through the pandemic. I was just going to see how long we can do the awkward silence. I was ready. <laughs> and I've come to that because of Zoom, because of the pandemic. In Zoom, you don't know what's going to happen. The computer could freeze. Everybody's just like. I have uh, three kids. And so I tell my kids all the time that I'm really good at sitting in silence. <laughs> Oh my goodness, awesome. I love it. Well, I, no, I was checking you out, especially before the, uh, the vintage market and some of the things that you have all accomplished through connecting with other folks throughout uh, Instagram, as a lot of people uh, have gone through this, it has been really tough to sell online. And I think that you've done it successfully where you've picked a platform and created a community and really was able to market um, yourselves and the brand uh, to a lot of folks who are sitting at home, yeah, can't go outside, order crap. Yeah, I think like specifically <laughs> like the Instagram vintage community is like very much like single-handedly the reason that we are um, semi-successful at what we're doing. Um, whether it's just other vintage sellers recycling their stuff because they all do it because they love it, right? <laughs> Um, I don't think anyone would get into the vintage world if they just wanted to make money. I think you definitely have to have like a deep love for it. So a lot of times people recirculate their things. Quick story, <laughs> quick, this quick story. I had a uh, 2002 BET Awards t-shirt that had like Cedric the Entertainer on the front, Steve Harvey on the front, and the back had like Ludacris and Usher and all of this. And at my first market, one of our good friends, uh, Luke Vintage, bought the piece from me, and I was distressed. I was just like, I can't believe I sold this. Like, I was just so hurt. And then, like, a couple of weeks, I think, went by, and they posted it for sale. And I bought it for what, more than I... More than double what, what they bought what they bought it for. Are so, you going to let guess, that shirt go again, is the question. What? Are you going to let that shirt go? I told her she's not allowed to bring it to events because we have a very, like, we try really hard to say that everything's for sale. It's like our thing, that everything's for sale. But I try to teach you that, like, you can keep some things for yourself that are special <laughs> because you can't just keep rebuying things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Through Instagram too. It's always through Instagram. If you see someone else post something you had, and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't let shouldn't let that go. Yeah, I know. But the um the Instagram live world is crazy. Like they host complete all virtual markets, and there's like auctions and bidding and all this crazy stuff that happens all on Instagram. So the beginning of COVID, I think everyone kind of held their breath. Um, I mean all businesses across the board, but um, COVID, I think like helped us kind of get where we are just because like there was people were spending so much time online and since um almost everything we do is online it was you know like beneficial to us in that way yeah everybody being on their phones <laughs> and on instagram and like yeah i think this past year has just it's helped a lot of people like grow through the internet you know what i mean like and i think it's also got noticed to like big corporations too. Like they know that all these people are like doing all this stuff online, like PayPal's changed their rules and all these people have changed their rules now because it's like, 
things are changing. Like everybody's like doing all this stuff virtually online. So it's like constantly things are like changing and updating and it's, you know, it's a, it's a fun thing. You know, I'm glad like hopefully, you know, the world is life together. Like we'll be able to do more outside things because I think I love seeing people in person. Like I love seeing people come and being like, what? Like, you have this and like talking to them and hearing their stories like we spend most of the time at these markets just talking to people for like 30 like 30 40 minutes just like this is the most like this is so cool like vhs tapes are these cool i'm like yes vhs tapes are cool so if you guys have vhs tapes out there don't throw them away send us send it to me and have <laughs> we love vhs tapes of all of the auctions you've sat through or of your personal collection are there any things that you on your own collect that you keep like VHS tapes, for example. Anything Olympic 1996 Atlanta stuff. It's mine. <laughs> I don't want to sell it. I just love the colors of everything. I just think like it, that, that color palette is so 90s to me. I think like the color palette of the Olympics in 96, that the green and like the yellow is just so cool. That stuff I have to keep. And anything print. Like, I have to have anything. And the Beatles. <laughs> There's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I like old Chicago things. Um, I'm not as bigger. I'm not as big into, like, branded things. Alex is, like, a brand snob, I would say. Oh. Um, I, <laughs> I like anything that's old Chicago. Like, I have this really cool, um, like, 80s. It just has, like, a picture of the Mag Mile, but it has like Marshall Fields and like in these cool 80s colors. It's like my favorite thing. Um, so I like old Chicago stuff. We have like an old Chicago Jazz Fest shirt from like 89. That's really special. So anything like Chicago is what I like to keep personally. It's like the only thing that I won't, mm -hmm. I won't let go. Alex has a longer list than I do. <laughs> it's hard, guys, because everything I want, everything I find, I want to keep for myself. And I'm like, I have to remember, like, this is not what it was before. Like, you have a business. Like, you're supposed to do these things. And I'm like, but it's so cool. I want it now. <laughs> is there any sort of piece you've come across that you wish you would have gotten, whether you lost out on an auction or you just said, ah, I don't know, that you okay. can remember? <sighs> not a piece. I This lady pulled, uh, when we were out somewhere, uh, a Prince Purple Rain album, just in the plastic, the original copy, it said like, at the, at the thrift store. And I was just like, and she was like, yeah, I don't know who this is, but my husband might. And I was like, why is it? And I was just like, so just distraught. Like, I just, it made me so hurt. You know what I'm like? But you don't even know, like, Purple Rain is like the first album I listened to. Yeah, it's nice. Like, my husband really might know. Like, it says Prince. Like, I don't know, though. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. So, yes, that, that's, that's, that's one thing. I don't know. Like, what? it's always sometimes I feel that way, too, because it's always stuff that's, like, really expensive. And Abby's really just like. like um, she really wants a, an old Ludacris t-shirt. I feel like anytime she sees Ludacris, it sells for, like, crazy amounts of money. And she's always like. Huge Can I get it? Can I get it? <laughs> Not for a thousand dollars. Huge Ludacris fan. 
huge. Yeah, anything ludicrous. Also, I always see stuff that's really expensive, and Abby's just like, are you serious? And I'm like, but look at it. And she's like, you will find it someday. And it usually happens, too, where I find, like, what I wanted, or sometimes a little close to it. Yeah. Just keep on wishing. Keep on going to those estate sales and thrift stores. We'll find it one day. Oh, I love that. <laughs> And throwing it back to um, the vintage market, you cultivate a booth like no one else. You bring in people, not only which is personality. Is this all Abby? As I've it's seen that. All Abby? Ab. Let me tell you guys, before we go, and I know she's going to say, it's all Ab. Ab makes everything look cool, right? Ab, like for my birthday, we were quarantined in the house, and Abby threw me a 90s birthday party in the house. Like the two of us. With the two of us. Not, two of them. It was no party. one's. It was no one. It was just me and Ab. 90s birthday. Big blow ups. Old block cell phone. Boom box. It was so cool. But that Ab, like, Ab's insane. Like, like I said, the furniture and like the eye to like see how things should look. That's why I'm always like, I'll hang up the clothes and you just set up, right? And she's like, yep, I got it. And I'm like, just. I just set up the clothes and I just back there like, okay, yep, this goes here. The VHSs would look nice there. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, it's all ads, not me. I've ads. never seen such attention to detail to the point where you actually bring in like 90s like snacks. People love snacks. Snacks are Alex's idea. So we, um, I feel like uh, everyone loves A, a snack. B, yeah. a free snack, yes. and C, uh, you know, like, anything that gives you the feels, and, like, if you have a ring pop, you're either sick, or it's going to make you think about when you were sick, um, and so we were like, let's do, like, you know, 90s snacks, like, let's just try to bring in all of the aspects, because most of the time we try to have some 90s sounds, hopefully, like, 90s music, um, and then, of course, the sites are easy, but, like, Taste is another. Yeah, it's another sense. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Like, who doesn't love a Capri Sun? Like, I just remember <laughs> having them in my lunch up all the time. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, let's bring that. That Gushers, would be awesome. I love a Gusher too. Ab hates Gushers, but Gushers are cool. That's 90s. That's 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I love Gushers and Fruit by the Foot. <laughs> I was thinking foot by the foot in my head. Okay, so anytime Alex grocery shops by herself, she comes back with gushers and fruit by the foot every thing, every time, Beth, every time. I love that energy. What is wrong with that? Well, I also have to throw in there, pun intended, but there also has been known to have a basketball hoop that you set up. Yes, so yes. Folks, we have not the vintage market. So here's the, here's the real problem. We drive a 1997 Chevy. Vintage. Vintage. A vintage 1997 Chevy Malibu that's like rusting out on the bottom. It's very small. And the basketball hoop is very big. So we had to uh, really, really prioritize, but I promise. No, I, it's a. I promise, promise it will be back. So what I, I do with the basketball hoop is, and we found this that. Okay, wait. Yeah. I, it was, this one was my idea. I would like to take credit for the basketball hoop. She was about to do it. This was my idea. Yeah. Alex is like always wanted to. She just 
she's like a worker at all times. The only thing she thinks about is fast press. That's, that's it, all the time. So she's always like, what can we do more? Like, we just want people to have a good experience. Like, it's not just about buying a shirt. Like, it's coming in, it's like hanging out, exchanging stories, and then like having a good time. So we got a great deal on a pocket shot and like repainted it in our colors and our logo and um, we like to normally have it up and Alex it's, likes it have, works like no better it, it has like a batteries and you just and sometimes I like to just come up to people and be like hey if you stand all the way back there and make a shot I'll give you a free t-shirt people <laughs> are like what and I'm like yeah because I need a little entertainment right now and why not because I want to do it and I just don't want to be the only weirdo shooting the ball <laughs> So yeah, it will be there. I it promise. will, it will be there this time. We were supposed to have it last time, but it didn't get back. We were like, the basketball who was like, "You're gonna kill us." <laughs> but you think about everything when it comes to your business, and it's fantastic. You have such an eye for detail, and it's that mixing with the personality and the memorabilia. Like, it's a huge moment for anyone who steps into it. So yeah, that's what we want. We want people to be like. Whatever that was, was like, it took me back and I want to keep going back there and hanging out with Alex and Abby because we're fun. We're cool. Like our stuff, hopefully not weird. Buy t-shirts off people. You're not just providing them a product, you're providing them an experience. Yes, That's the key. exactly. That's the goal. Yes. And if folks are cleaning out their basement and find items that they may want appraised or sold, how can they get a hold of you for a closet assessment? Yes, so um, we always on Instagram, Instagram with Bad to Fresh, F-A-D, the number two, Fresh. You can always DM us. I made a Gmail, mm -hmm. so it's bad to fresh at gmail.com. You can always be like, hey, I want all these old t-shirts. And it's not, it doesn't have to just be like, this doesn't have like a, a team or anything on it, but it could be like an old destination t-shirt. It can be like any type of t-shirts. We'll always come and look. Or not just t-shirts. Or not just t-shirts, like pants, pants memorabilia, anything. Yeah. Like we, we, we will come and yeah, you know, we love it. Alex is one of those people who does not hate talking on the phone either, so you can always call or text her. Yes. Um, your phone. What's your phone? Yes, you can always call me three one two six zero eight 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 four. Alex, be like Alex. Hey, text me. I want all my old stuff out of my house. My husband, I have all his old stuff. Get it out of here. I want it. I want all of that. I want to pick it up in my vintage car. <laughs> the vintage Malibu. I right. like vintage Malibu. Exactly. So what markets can we find you coming up at? Uh, besides the vintage market on August 22nd on Contalpa, uh, you're preparing for one this weekend, right? Yes. We have, uh, I'll, she's there with a date. Sorry, I don't want <laughs> um, So there's a giant, there's like, um, 150 vendors? It, yeah, it's 100. That's 100 vendors. 100 vendors? Yeah. I don't know. Shane, don't be mad. Um, in the Olenek, the Illinois Vintage Fest this Saturday from 9 to 5 at the Fields. Um, of course, Vintage Market on the 22nd. We have another Vintage Market at Thornton Distilling in, in Thornton yep. um, on the 28th, so the weekend after that. And then... Hopefully another one in the beginning of September, but it's not finalized yet. So those are the next three. Yeah. Last week was our week of vacation. Now it's like back on the back on. <laughs> we're like, all right, we got this to do, this to do, tag this, hang this up. <laughs> it's 
great. You folks are nonstop. Yeah. And that's incredible. Yeah. Like our Asia. We, we really run her. Yeah. Her, uh, she's great, though. <laughs> she's great. She's a part of this set. Oh, yeah. She loved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you name the Malibu? Does the vintage car have? Not have a name. No. Al, you, she, what did you call her at the time? I, I, thought it, I called it the time. But I think that's what half of the people in the world call their old cars to try to sound cool. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so she doesn't have a name, but we do thank her every time we yes, get in here we do. because she's old, but she she gets us places. So we we give her a rub and say thank you for getting what us around every time we drive. <laughs> what a gal! I did it the other day. I was just like, you know what? You are something else. <laughs> like a t-shirt, still still ready to go. Yeah, still ready to go. Well, I want to thank you and appreciate your time today. Uh, we're about to start rapid fire questions, which we'll be telling you them quickly and you by no means have to respond quickly but it's just a fun way to kind of find out more about you i'm gonna go first and you both can answer what is your favorite fad your eyes both just like completely (laughs) records records are my favorite fad and laser discs oh laser discs (laughs) you know what a laser disc is i totally do yes favorite um i my shout out my sisters um i feel like pogs um are my favorite just because they make me think of when i was like four years old and my sisters would be playing with them and i like wanted to hang out with my sister so like those are the thing because i'm around this stuff so much that it's like it feels current to me but when i see a pog you never see that when you do i'm like oh, my sisters like i'm six again you know <laughs> solid love it I could probably answer this based on <laughs> the whole interview. What's your favorite vintage era? Mm, come on. Mine would be, uh, I'm a huge, okay, it's not the 90s. It's not yes, the 90s. it is. No, it's not. <laughs> My, mine would, I'm a big Frank Sinatra, big band, Nat oh, King yeah. Cole. That's my favorite, that era. That's of the crooners. Yes, that's me. I, I know, listen, I love, Nat King Cole, all that theme, all of those people are my people. I listen to that. People pull up like, what is she listening to? Yes, this is that's life. That's what I'm listening to. I would say that. You think? I think like uh like sixties women's mm. like the jumpers and the like, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Favorite Instagram or TikTok that inspires you or that you want people to know about? I think this doesn't have to be bad to pressure No, right? No. We're learning all about you and what inspires you in life to be the folks behind the business. Yeah. Okay, so another thing about us that is even more important than the vintage. Way more important. Um, is, is our daughter. Uh, her name is Ruby. She is a dog, not a human. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, and our favorite Instagram is uh, it's called Rescue Chicago. It is the nonprofit that connected us with the rescue that we got our dog from. So shout out Refuge Chicago, they're incredible. That's we, our favorite Instagram. Yeah, that's our favorite Instagram. If we could, we would have 60 dogs, <laughs> I think. We love dogs. We used, before we had Ruby, very weird. Uh, we would go to the dog beach and just look and hang out with <laughs> other people's dogs. People would be like, oh, where's yours? And we're like, oh, somewhere, somewhere over there. There <laughs> she is. Wave, no one's there. Yeah. Rescue Chicago, definitely. <laughs> you have a favorite dog breed 
or a dream dog that you want someday? Our dream, our dream dog, dog is, is our Ruben. Ruben oh. is the best. She is, we literally won the lottery. She is an angel. She's a mastiff. She's a mastiff, king, corso, pit, and staff. She's a lot of things. But mastiffs, um, and I think we love a pit and we love a mastiff. Yeah, we love pit. Yeah. Any bully breed, we're a fan of. Any big headed dog. You yeah, know? something you can shake the jaws. <laughs> Push the face, yes. Yeah. <laughs> David's a big dog person too. I am. All of my fosters and my now uh, my my pups. Yeah, a big old pup. You made it. <laughs> what is the most bonkers thing that you've ever seen at a vintage market? Like, what is just like what is that type moment, or why does that exist? <laughs> type moments. Can it be the craziest thing we've seen trying to get? Vintage or does it yes. have to be the craziness? Okay. <laughs> Very recent. So I like I said, I go to the estate sales, I get up 4 a.m. I think 4 a.m. is before everyone else. It's very strange. I try to get there before everyone. I got to this estate sale one time, 4 a.m. I'm like, I'm the only person here. I'm gonna put Abby's name on the list. When it gets close, I'm gonna Uber Abby. We're gonna go in, me and Ab. I'm out there, I'm like on the phone watching something on Netflix. An hour goes by, and in front of me, there's a van, and I didn't think anyone was in the van because it was just a van, and a man comes out, and he stretches, and he yawns, and he comes and comes to my car, and he goes, are you here for the estate sale? And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I've been here since 8 p.m. last night in front of these people's house waiting to get into the estate sale. And I was like, what? Like... You've been here since eight, and he was like, he got out like he was in the bed, like out of like, just stretched and like did a whole little thing. And I'm like, he was like, yeah, and it's already nine people on the list in front of you. So it's somebody who came after him who got on the list. He got there at eight. Someone got there at 830 and put their name. That's the craziest thing I've ever. I told Ab, like, these people are another level. Like, I just can't do this. This is too much. I have questions. <laughs> Several. Several. That, that's a serious commitment. They slept. Him and his girlfriend were one and two on the list. They were sleep in the car. Is it a celebrity sale? <laughs> no, it wasn't. And like, it wasn't. So I'm just trying to figure out why are you all doing this? You know what I mean? Like, you're. And they had. I mean, I guess they had room in that big huge truck to go to sleep. But like, really? God, it made me so mad too because I wanted to be first. That's what it was. <laughs> That's really what made me mad because I wanted to be first. She's just mad that I wouldn't sleep in the car with her. That's the real thing. <laughs> I don't know. Malibus are pretty roomy. Exactly. And a vintage one, lots of room. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Kind of switching gears, but favorite cartoon? Easy. Um, I'm a Looney Tune gal. So I grew up on the original Looney Tunes, not what they're making now. It's disrespectful. I was going to say, have you seen the new Space Jam? Come on. Don't talk about it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Why did you even bring it up? <laughs> it, and you know what? We had a kid at the vintage market come up, and he was like, I like that. 
Little, he was probably like eight. He was, oh, like, he was cool. He was cool. He's like, I like that Space Jam. And I was like, yeah, this is the original. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. It's way better than the new one. And I was like, yes, young child. Where are your parents? <laughs> they need to be congratulated because some things are left alone. Like, they're not remaking sound like Gone with the Wind. Like, they don't remake classic things. Gone with like, the Wind? But I'm just saying, you know, like, let's just, there's a new sky. Like, let's find that. Like, they're not doing that. Like, we just don't do things like that. It's stressful. Um, But, yes, the Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, all of those good ones. The Hello, my baby. Hello. Oh, third goal. Those are mine. Mine's Arthur. That's so solid. I yes. have Fifth birthday was Arthur theme. Uh, it was probably the best birthday of my life. And sad news about Arthur. Yeah, I know. Arthur's canceled after 25 years. They have canceled Arthur. They will not make any more games. But I saw that. Muffy loves you. But think of all the really cool merchandise that's now vintage. Oh, we've never we've seen never one. seen any Arthur pieces ever. We yeah. found a cool WTTW Chicago like. Like shirt, but never anything beyond that. Yeah. Wow. So Looney Tunes, Arthur, first thing when you wake up on a Saturday morning, cartoons, hands yeah. down. Bowl of cereal or? No. Ugh. No. Alex hates milk. <laughs> any derivative, not even like oats or almonds, any, any milky beverage she hates. So... She, she's not a Honestly, it's just because I grew up with a grandmother who would start cooking at 4 a.m. for breakfast. That's so right. Yes. So all out, like bacon every time, every morning, same thing. 12 o'clock start lunch, 4 o'clock start dinner. Like that was just like routine. So like I didn't do. I and, had hot food. And she carried that along. Alex, well, Alex can cook. She is such a good cook. And she cooks all the time no all cereal time. in this house not so even like, a box Saturday morning, if we're not in an event which is rare she throws out a whole continental breakfast is continental the no continental is not good enough continental like pastry right now a full breakfast buffet there it is yeah there we go you have a favorite thing that you cook <laughs> Thing to cook. Oh, favorite thing. I'm a grill master now. Yeah. I feel like she says her middle name is Grill Master. It is. It's Grill Master. She just upgraded our grill. We just had a huge little barbecue for us and one friend, and she made like five types of meat. <laughs> it's always enough to take home. You want barbecue for days. You don't want barbecue just. Oh, I remember I had that barbecue three days ago. Like you want that? Oh, I still got some burgers in there. For the day. That's what you want. See. I can do that for you too. I don't bake, but or I mean I don't cook, but I bake. So Alex cooks, I bake. The best. What's your favorite thing to bake? I'm like a cookie person. I like a cookie or a bar. Uh, everyone else prefers like a cheesecake, but I prefer a cheesecake. They're a pain to make. I like like a cookie. Abby, that's how she courted me. Is with um, <laughs> it was the white chocolate brownies. Never have I had a white chocolate brownie. But when she brought that, I was like, so what's this? She's like, what's a white chocolate brownie? What is this? Like, what? What? Like, normally we're just like, I bought some brownies, but like, you went and got the white chocolate? It was too much. Too much. I love that. <laughs> Plus, my favorite dessert is an ice cream sandwich cookie, and you can't have those without cookies. Best ones are homemade. My mom, for one of my birthdays, like, oh, that was like 18. I used to work at an ice cream shop growing up for years, like for six years. 
and we were really good friends with the owner and my mom it's like the coolest thing ever she made these giant like cookie or um pizza pan size chocolate chip cookies she went inside of the ice cream machine with the soft serve machine and covered it in ice cream put another giant one on top so it was like a pizza sized giant ice cream cookie sandwich and we cut it like a pie and that was when birds cake that, that year so you would have you would have liked that we need to bring those back immediately thank you right now right now <laughs> also kudos for thinking about future food when barbecuing exactly that's how you're supposed to cook for other meals it's not to enjoy forever <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite vintage snack? Because we love snacks. The 3D Doritos in that little tube that were like the little one, like they were puffy. They, you can't find them. You don't even remember those. No, I don't. I talk about, I talk about it all the time. Just like those aren't a thing. And I'm like, they were a thing. They were called 3D Doritos. They were in a tube and they like were like soft, but they still like in the middle because it was like air. And it was like the best. <laughs> it was the best. I like. You like little Debbie snacks. Oh, I. Oh, does that count as a throwback snack? Really if little Debbie's count as a throwback, then that 100%. But I would say, which are making a comeback, and I didn't know, this is thanks to my nephew, Liam, who's obsessed with them. Dunkaroos? Yes. Yeah. You can still, you can buy them again. They're, they're reestablishing all of these old ones. Yes. So good. Big. So cooler. <laughs> Isn't that it's crazy how they're making all the old stuff new again? Wow. <laughs> I love it. Um uh, to close out our rapid fire questions, we're gonna ask the best advice you received for starting your own business. Yeah, anything yeah. <laughs> anything that my brother in law says, um he Shout out Patrick Smalls. <laughs> He's the singular. Because just like putting in like every single ounce that you have into your business yeah. and like you can't half do anything like you have to go full force into what you're doing um he kind of like lit a fire under me like ab you have to be fully invested in this like you can't just say this is something you're gonna do you know here and there when you want to like putting everything you have into it which seems like super simple but that was like the little fire I needed personally. Yeah, I know. I um, I, yeah, I think from Patrick too, and I think we have really supportive people behind us too. Like my mom's really supportive of everything. Shout out my mom and Abby's like whole family. Like they always are just telling us like, no, this stuff is cool, and like you guys are like it's going really well, and and like whatever we can do to help you, like let us know. And I just think that we've built to like such a like a little cool little empire and like having everybody have like hey I found this for you guys like I like your mom finding cool pieces like my mom being like oh I have this in the closet you can have and like your sisters and everyone and I just think that like it's so cool to have like our families be like yes you all can do it and like you can keep growing and will help you and I think that's just really really that's the advice thing. Yeah, your advice is our family. Advice is support. Yeah, advice is support. That was amazing. That was the best interview I've, I think we've done in a very long time. Yeah, uh, I don't think my like cheeks will ever stop hurting from smiling so much. Yeah, try living with Alex. You're doing a lot. 
thank you, Alex and Abby, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Fad Too Fresh, please visit at Fad Too Fresh on Instagram. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Join us at our last Andersonville Vintage Market of the Season, this Sunday, August 22nd, between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Special thanks to our sponsors at Early to Bed and Scout Design for their support. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and currently recorded on Zoom. We thank you for your listenership, and if you like the podcast, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. We are also actively looking for podcast sponsors to sustain our projection. Please email us at info at andersonville.org for more information. Thank you for your continued support, for staying active in our community, and for staying always Andersonville.